What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of The Transition, a show aimed at demystifying the entrepreneur experience for those of you looking to make the transition from the military into entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Mike Stedman, a Marine Corps veteran, social entrepreneur, and member of the Bunker Labs team. In this episode, I sat down with Anthony Gant, an active duty Marine officer and founder of At Ease Rentals, a one-stop shop for short-term rentals that are pre-approved for reimbursement when used by military and federal employees. Anthony and his team are committed to making the process of moving as painless as possible for the approximately 450,000 military and federal employees assigned to station transfers each year. Anthony shares insights into the challenge of launching a business while balancing his active duty responsibilities and family life. What I find particularly insightful about Anthony's story is his ability to launch a technology platform despite not having the traditional background common in today's startup space. Anthony comes from humble beginnings, serving time in the enlisted ranks before going to college and earning a commission. Despite having a non-technical background, Anthony refused to take no for an answer and learned everything he could about launching a startup. He immersed himself in Austin's emerging entrepreneurial ecosystem, reading countless books, including Bradfield's Venture Deals, and launched his own crowdfunding campaign where his team has already raised over 150 k Anthony is an inspiration, and in this episode, he doesn't hold anything back. I hope you enjoy this fun and lighthearted episode and that you find some nuggets to accelerate you on your own entrepreneurial journey. Welcome to The Transition. Today, we're sitting down with Anthony Gant, CEO and founder of At Ease Rentals. What's going on, Anthony? Welcome to the show. Well, Mike, thanks for having me to the show. Uh, just here making it um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's a pandemic and uh, uh, we're, we're trying to bring our country to civil liberties about time. But uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. My brother, you're doing more than making it. You're thriving, man. We see all the work you're doing online. Got your crowdfund going. A lot of exciting stuff. Yeah, um, a lot of hard work. I can't take all the credit. I got a good team that's uh, helping me out. That's uh, mentoring, advising and uh, doing the day to day work. Um, military spouses, military veteran, and a couple of our fraternity brothers that are also helping out. So it's a really good time, you know. As a former city leader, I can tell you've come a long way. I remember when I was managing, being a city leader, launching my venture, doing all this different stuff, used to hit me up and I used to just be so busy. My bad. And I want you to know, I apologize for that, but I'm very <laughs> proud to see how far you have come in your own venture. Oh, man, I never took it personal. I knew I was like, hey, you be out there grinding and you had to make Ironbound what it is today. And it's got so much more that it's going to accomplish, uh, like we talked about prior to getting on the call. But uh, uh, no apology necessary. I, I totally understood. So why don't you give our, our audience a quick background about yourself so they can uh, better relate with who you are and uh, why we got you on the show? All right. So uh, like Mike said, my name is Anthony Gant. I was born and raised in Miami, Florida. And uh, if uh, any of you are not familiar with it, go and watch Bad Boys 1, 2, or anyone. Scarface, I grew up during that time. So we had a lot of people from different countries coming over. Um, a lot of bad activities that came through the city. And I uh, just grew up around a lot of that craziness. And uh, well, where I grew up, uh, a lot of statistics said, hey, you're not going to make it past 18. If you do, you won't make it past 21. And here I am at 40 years old. Uh, other statistics said, hey, you're not going to go to college. I got an engineering degree from uh, Florida A&M University, FAMU. And then uh, everything that was said I wasn't going to do, I'm, I proved them wrong and continue to prove them wrong. And uh, Marine Corps officer, 20 plus years right now, 
like my said, CD Lee for Bunker Labs in Austin, Texas, and uh, just having an amazing time uh, defeating the odds and helping others who are in my situation, you know, showing them that you can change and you can do better. But I'm also going back and making sure that I help them change and get better. So I love it, man. You're a leader. You're a leader through and through. It's in your DNA. So you're a city <laughs> leader. You're an entrepreneur. You're a Marine officer. You said you got your master's. Uh, no, uh, I'm getting my master's in entrepreneurship right now. Uh, the hard way. I don't think any college is going to give me a certification for it. <laughs> you're getting that, getting that Bunker Labs MBA. That's what you're doing. That's right. Working Bunker with Labs founders, you know, getting them connected. Yeah, I, I got a Bunker Labs MBA too. I'm right there with you. So do me a favor, though. The reason I bring that up is because, you know, by all accounts, especially in the Bunker Labs community, you look like a superhero. You know, people dream of doing what we're doing, how we've actually launched our ventures. You're doing crowdfund and all this kind of stuff. But can you do me a favor and take off your armor a bit for our audience? Let them know as a business owner what's something you're struggling with right now. All right. So I'll take off the Kevlar and my flak, um, put the sappies down for a second. I got to speak military for the rest of us, right? Yep. Get rid of my, let me put this PPE to the side. Um, struggling with uh, repeatability, making the business repeatable, uh, getting in front of the right type of uh, client and customer base. Uh, we have a two-sided marketplace, as you mentioned, Addie's Reynolds deals with the uh, PCS and TDY process, helping service members and federal employees find vacation rental homes at per diem prices. Um, but it's hard because you got people who like, I don't want to bring it down to government rate. And you have to tell them, like, you're already below government rate. What are you talking about? Um, then for the travelers, they're like, I think this is a scam. Like, how do I know you're not a scam? And I'm like, hey. Go, are you, especially the Marines, it's the funny, I say, go look me up in a gal. Go look me up in a gal. <laughs> yeah. But for the other services, I just have to drop a LinkedIn and let them know who I am. So um, other than that, it's real hard because I have a family. As we said, Mike, I got six kids. Um, my wife earlier, told, she was trying to tap me on the shoulder. She's like, can I get a hug? And I was like, I got a call coming up. Um, then my kids, they'll pop in and out. So I usually keep a... a a virtual background because my, my five-year-old is dancing in the background, playing around, trying to get my attention. So uh, the struggle is real. Uh, long hours, uh, still active duty members. So uh, I answer to a 06 and a 05 a lot. So I have to put that to the to the top of my uh, list and priorities. And then once they go to bed, I get to jump on at ease and start working at it. And I'm always looking at about 84 plus emails. You know this, Mike. I'm not, I'm, I'm preaching to the quiet, but for those of us that don't know, like it's hard. It, yeah, no, but trust me, I'm, I, I'm right there with you. And uh, now even with my girlfriend, man, I just get up and I got, start going. Before you know it, you know, it's it's like two o'clock in the afternoon. You haven't talked to her. You hadn't done anything. And then you really get in that grind. It's, you know, 12 o'clock at night. But that's, you know, we got to work on that because we we, at the end of the day, I like to think that we want to, um, you know, we got to be leaders in our personal lives as well. We don't want to just just lead in our business. But I want to bring up a point. You talked about, you know, you've got your main job. You've got your you got your family. You've got your main job. And then you do your stuff in the evening hours. You know, what we call that. That's the third shift entrepreneur. That's what it Absolutely, is. Man. But uh, you're doing it through tech, which is amazing. And not to mention your background coming from an HBCU, you know, I know that like, man, you're really leading the way in a lot of that stuff. And I'm just super proud to to know you and have you on here and watch your journey from afar. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, I made a conscious decision to change the uh, legacy of my family and my uh, namesake. Um, I believe in 
like you're supposed to make your generation better than the generation be- before you. And uh, I'm, I'm striving to make sure that my kids and my kids' kids and so on and so on are set up to uh, continue on a legacy, but not only internally to my family, but also uh, to the communities which I belong to. And I serve both the black community and the, uh, the veteran military community because we have so many opportunities and so many creatives uh, and so many uh, intelligent people that exist amongst those two entities and those two communities that all they need is a little bit of exposure and a little bit of guidance. And I just want to give back as much as I can continue to serve after I serve. And I think that's what brings me joy the most. Well, my brother, you're doing it. And I'm excited to keep this conversation going. But before we do that, let's go ahead and give a shout out to our sponsors. First, we're going to give a shout out to Bunker Labs, a national network of veteran and middle spouse entrepreneurs dedicated to helping the military connected community start their own business. We're committed to seeing that every entrepreneur in the military connected community has the network tools and resources they need to start their own business. 25% of transitioning service members want to start a business and they need places inside their community where they can connect with people, resources, and the support they need to start and grow their businesses. We're here for them. And you can learn more by visiting www.bunkerlabs.org. Also, be sure to check out Bunker Online, our social network for the military connected community where Bunker Lab staff helps make connections to increase your opportunities. Register today at www.bunkeronline.org. Got to give a plug, too, because me and Anthony are both a current city leader for Bunker Labs. I was a former city leader for Bunker Labs, and I'm doing some exciting work with them on uh, some of our programming around Launch Lab Online and this podcast. So uh, if you're a veteran or military spouse and you're not plugged into the Bunker Labs community, I highly, highly, highly encourage you. It's a great opportunity. And I'll second that uh, you're, you're going to get exposure and uh, the resources. And uh, if is uh, someone there that doesn't have the information, they know exactly who to help and where to point you. So highly encourage you. If you're thinking about doing what we've done and, and continue to do, check out Bunker Labs. Absolutely. So let's keep this conversation rolling. And I want to hear about your transition as to an to entrepreneurship, because I'm just kind of thinking back to, you know, how impactful it must seem to see an officer stepping out there in the tech space, you know, <laughs> coming from, you know, HBCU, like you are breaking so many barriers, you know, and now you're, and you're also a city leader. And so people are seeing you out there. I mean, you've got to be, you're leading Marines, you're leading the entrepreneurial community down there, the veteran community, and just being an African-American entrepreneur doing a crowdfund and, you know, you raised like a hundred thousand dollars in like five days. I mean, talk to us about that. <laughs> uh, hearing you say that is funny. Cause I was like, man, the, 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 the pressure's on, uh, let's, let's see, let's start with the last one, a hundred thousand dollar crowdfund raise, um, sheer timing and luck. you right. Uh, working with a great team out of Houston next seed, uh, their crowdfunding platform. Uh, they got some real good people on their team and um, on my team as well, got some good advisors, like super duper amazing legal team. Shout out to Brooke and Jeremy. They're both of our Bunker Lab supporters here in Austin. Uh, Brooke is a military spouse and Jeremy is a devil dog himself. Hurrah! Hurrah! Uh, so it's just been amazing. It's like you had, like you said, you have to build that network and uh, by, by transitioning and being able to meet different people, you got to tell people what you're doing. And people aren't investing in the company. They're investing in me. Right. Um, and it's, it's, it's cool to see that people actually believe in me. And, and I guess it's uh, an a testament to the things that I, I'm doing in the community, which is serving others. Uh, Jim Rome has a good statement. 
um, that I love. He says, if you help people get everything they need, you uh, if you help people get whatever they need, you'll have everything you want. So I'm just helping as many people as I can get what they need. And uh, eventually uh, the universe will talk back to me. Let me see. You hit up the whole, oh, the yeah. Marines, you know, the leader of Marines. Yep. That has been the best part about it. My job is the Marine officer instructor at the University of Texas, Hook'em Horns. And I'm over here doing all kind of plugs right now. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I went. I'm from College Station. I don't. I didn't go to A&M, but it it's on my bucket list. So, <laughs> so uh, having the Marine Enlisted Commission Education Program students, the MESAPs for sure, and the uh, midshipmen working with them and working for them has been an amazing experience because I get to pay it for it. Right, I got over 20 years of experience, both 10 enlisted and now 10 as an officer. Um, so I can give them a whole lot of. Uh, insight, vision, and give them a little bit of the uh, behind the curtain and what they should expect and try to develop them much better than I was developed when I came in as an enlisted and as an officer, man. TBS was brutal. I wish I was like, man, why didn't my MOI tell me this stuff? He was a prior. So I'm sharing all of the secrets. I'm like, you need to do this. You need to be prepared for that, um, especially for my city kids, right? I'm like, if you ain't never shoot, it's time to go to the range, man. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that shooting in the old TBS will end your life. Um, <laughs> I did a whole podcast. <laughs> I did a whole podcast series on it. Like, you got to be prepared for it. Uh, most people don't understand the difference from coming up from uh, uh, the rural areas and, and, and the city and the um, urban areas. It's like night and day when you try to jump in the military. But as an entrepreneur, I have senior Marines, staff sergeants, gunnery sergeants that you know, they're here to make a difference in their life and change the trajectory of their family as well. But uh, they also are looking for advice and, and paths to make themselves better holistically, not just as Marines, but uh, holistically, because it's going to they're going to take off the uniform one day. So I, I push that agenda extremely hard, probably harder than most of our peers. Mike, you know, when you was a captain, no, nobody wanted to hear about working and doing the entrepreneurship as the Marine Corps, or the Navy, Army, Air Force, whatever service, Coast Guard it may be. And they negate that the person is still a person is a person. So I, I say, hey, you're going to be a good Marine. I can already see that you, but, but I need you to be able to be a good person. You need to get involved with the community. Um, you need to get out there and make real contributions to the community because that's who pays our taxes, right? I, I I don't think most people understand that. You see the generals and the colonels that are in charge of the different bases and whatnot. They understand it. They're going to the different um, chamber of commerce meetings and the different community meetings because they understand that base doesn't exist without those civilian counterparts. And I'm teaching the Marines early on. It's like develop those relationships now, especially when you're at a university like the University of Texas with over 50,000 students. Nurture every connection you get and leverage those connections to further your um, your life and your career because some of those people are going to be elected officials one day and if they remember you guys were broed out because you were throwing back a couple of uh, um, Dos Equis at the bar and studying over some some liberal arts course, um, it's going to help you and your your the people you lead in the future and you'll just be set up more. And then the, the Austin City League, uh, Bunker Labs gave me a lot of opportunities um, which have allowed me and at ease to be catapult to another level to be able able to be here to do our crowdfunding raise. Um, I remember I was going to every single Bunker Lab City, um, what was Bunker Brews? I mean, every single one. Um, 
religiously. Like that Thursday night of every month was where I was at. I was at a bunker brew. Um, I was hounding Jonathan like you wouldn't even believe. Ask Jonathan a story. He actually tried to encourage me away from doing entrepreneurship. He's like, you're active duty. You're married with six kids. Like, you don't want to do this. It's intense. And I was like, Jonathan. I'm going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't know what I was asking for, but man, was he right. Uh, But it's been a good, it's been real fun doing it. I had some good support with his wife, Sabrina, um, and then Shady and uh, Ian out here. And then some of the other alumni from uh, the different cohorts that have gone through TK um, and whatnot. It's a real good community. Um, And then now being able to pay it back and help out other veterans um, it, it's, it's, it's amazing. Being a city league is kind of cool. Cause, uh, my cohort, when I know I'm talking a lot, my cohort, uh, we were close. So anytime I get any information, I'll see anything that, that can impact them or make them more successful. I'm uh, pushing it to them. So, uh, Bronche Brown, uh, Jaeger as his call sign, I won't say his real name cause he, he likes going by Jaeger, but also Marsha Stevenson and, um, uh, Aaron, uh, with SK Hops and all the different people that, you know, we just got close with in our cohort or whatnot. Um, so, you know, just just paying it forward. Yeah, I remember you used to hound me. And I'm oh, like, I what is you a lot. Mike, Mike, Mike. <laughs> you used to hound me a lot. And I'm like, why are you hounding me, man? I'm in the hustle. I'm living in a one bedroom. I'm trying to get my life together while trying to manage this venture because people don't know this, though. You know, they see you yeah. on TV. They see all this kind of stuff. And they don't realize that, like, like literally... It is a hustle all day, every day, you know. Yeah, and it yeah. was, just, was just like point me right the rest of my don't don't yeah. even worry. Don't, you ain't got to come back. Just text me. Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> and even in, uh, like I'm so I'm so in the hustle these days. I don't even send text messages no more. I do voicemails. <laughs> I, I I do a little voice memo just to kind of you know because it's just so much you know and it, everything takes so much brain power. And now with the pandemic and working from home, I mean it really is just a lot. But man, you persevered and you stuck with it. All right. You got to. Talk to us about, I want to, so the purpose of this show is we want to lift the veil and we want to show us entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs out there, what it takes to bring a venture to life. I want to go back and say, hey, how did you launch this thing? You know, because to be quite frank, a lot of America is, I don't want to call it woke, but people are saying they, they know that as African-Americans, the challenges we face as a, as a nation. All right. We don't own a lot of businesses. We don't have space in venture capital. And yet, despite all the obstacles, you've managed to get this thing off the ground. And so for people that are listening out there, walk us through that process so that they know that this is possible. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a whole lot that you just uh, dropped on me to unpack. Um, I hope I do do well by what I'm about to say. Um, uh, Eminem has a song I just don't give a right yeah. uh, <laughs> and that was my mentality like every adversity and everything that was against me uh, like it might seem like a hurdle a roadblock a wall I told myself I'm going to walk around it I'm going to go over it I'm going to go through it I, I don't give a right yeah. um, I, I was like at the end of the day it's two things that got to happen what I'm trying to accomplish um, or and and the people that I'm looking to support. Um, and that's what kept driving me. Like, 
we all know it's like it's some rules that are old and outdated and they're just stupid. Um, and I was like, man, all I got to do is change it. And I won't even build this thing. I'll go I'll go sell something on Amazon. I start getting a real estate license, but they refuse to change the regulations. They say, hey, you can do this, but it's going to take some work. So I said, the hell with it. Let me just do it. Um, that meant sitting down with the wife and saying, babe, I'm about to deplete the savings and I might tap into my TSP a whole lot. Um, I, ha- I had to go to my CEO and say, hey, sir. TSP telling me I need your permission to take out my money. Um, would you give it to me? So, you know, 06 captain in the Navy with uh, about 30 years, he's looking at me like, why the hell would you want to take out your money? Um, that's always your retirement. So the CEO gave me the, like the fifth degree. Um, then the XO gave it to me. Right. So um, it wasn't easy. You got a lot of people to answer to. I was like, man, I already had this call with my wife. I got to have it with two grown ass men. Yeah. <laughs> I understood. They were just making sure that I knew what I was getting into because they didn't want to see me have to do another 50 years in the Marine Corps just to try to make it up because I had some kind of crazy vision. Um, so basically, they, they they were saying they cared and, and they want to make sure that I wasn't making this decision in the box uh, without any kind of, hey, understand what's going on. And then, like you said, being a black guy um, in America, um, trying to start a business, in the South. I don't know if they call Texas the South, but I call it the South. It's the South. And gee, Willikers is hard. Um, First thing I have people ask me, who do I think I am um, to be trying to da, 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 da. Like, no, no, I I don't even kid you, man. Like, like straight out just giving me the, if they could have, they would probably would have said boy, but they knew better than it because I'm I'm a little bit, you know, I'm 6'4", 230. Like, you drop that on there, it's going to be them hands. I ain't got hands like you, Mike, but I was going to put some hands to them. Um, <laughs> so I got, I had to, had to bite my tongue again. And, uh, you know, uh, cause I wanted to say I'm a active duty Marine who has two combat deployments. And I was like, when it's time to show up, I show up. Um, I really wanted to ask these guys a lot of times, like, who are you to be in this position to be asking me who I am? Um, I wanted to go, f- uh, cold red on them a couple of times. Right. I wish you would just thank me instead of, <laughs> right. Colonel Jensen. Um, but it's it is for the audience, it's hard, it's extremely hard, but it's not uh it's not undoable. Um uh I'm about to drop a poem in a second. Um somebody said it couldn't be done. Yeah, right? but he with a chuckle replied. <laughs> that's my point. That's my point, man. I say that over and over. It's so true. <laughs> And uh, I, I just took that smile on my face and I took my little hat off and I just said, it's time to get at it. Um, and I did it. And I just kept pushing Then Perseverance is key. Right. Um, Zerbing on love this if you listen to it. That's one of our um, frat brothers out there. Yeah. Uh, it's just the things that we learned when we were coming into the fraternity and the different poems that they taught us. Uh, all of them bring true. Right. Um, you got to have you have to have enthusiasm. You have to continue to persevere. You have to get out there and meet people. Um, the whole whole like friendship is essential to the soul. Um, that's not just in life. That's just a period, right? Yeah. In order for you to be successful as an entrepreneur, um, they call it networking. I, I just looked at it as building friends, right? Getting to know people. Um, the world is a very people-centric. Like Even though we have all this technology to make life better, people are upset about this pandemic because they want to be around other people. Be around other humans. You need that energy. You You can't, you can't feel it. You can't feel it through technology all the time. You know, you gotta, 
be next to someone and, you know, look them in the face and, you know, feel their energy, especially when you're down. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so all of those things that were that trying to prevent me, uh, uh, that would have prevent somebody or someone else. I think I, I just had a, a good upbringing and a good background to say, Hey, um, just keep pushing. Like something's going to happen. Something's going to start transitioning. Uh, and then talking to potential customers, right. And asking them, would you pay for this? And I've had, I have people who like, I'll pay X, Y, Z for it. And then on the military side of the house or the government side of the house, it's like, as long as it's within my, my own per diem, allowable lodging rate, I don't care what it costs. If it's going to be better than the hotel, then it's going to be in a nice area and I get to do this and that. You can take all of the uh, per diem. And I was like, really? Like you wouldn't even buy the items? Like, no, they're going to give it to me anyways. They're going to give it to me if I stay somewhere nice. So if I stay somewhere dumpy, so I might as well max it out and stay somewhere nice. And from all of that information, I just started like building procedures. I actually wrote a five paragraph order. Uh, another good buddy that Mike and I talked to, his name is Michael Lloyd. That's our brother. Um, That's not a good buddy. That's our brother. That's my business partner. That's my <laughs> life business partner right there. That, all right. That's your business partner. Me and Mike always arguing, so I'm going to call him my buddy today. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, he's a good guy. He's a good, That's a, like you said, he's a brother. Him and Michelle are doing great things with Dope Coffee down in Atlanta, Georgia. Check him out if you haven't. Dope Coffee, Dope Coffee. That's right. Look at that. Giving them plugs. Uh, but him and I, we were talking about um, structuring a business. And I was like, Mike, man, I'm just going to write a five paragraph order, what they taught me at TBS, right? I'm going to write the hell out this five paragraph order. And then I just graduated from an uh, expeditionary warfighter school and I started doing all of the operation planning that they taught me there. And I just applied everything that the military has taught me to, to uh, start a business. And then when I started reading books uh, about business, it sounds like I don't read books, uh, books that are around entrepreneurship. They just were calling the five paragraph order different things like the lean canvas model. That's a that's a that's a warning order, man. Yeah, I feel like that's a business right there. Breaking down the five paragraph order into executional objectives. I think for I think for me, I've been out of the military so long that just to sit there and write an order is so tedious now. You know, like when you were a lieutenant, like I was I was an infantry officer. <laughs> I was an infantry officer. So we used to write orders all the time. But in the hustle, it's so hard to have the brain power and the concentration to kind of sit down and do that. And but I understand now that connection between processes, because we had it down to a T what Marines are supposed mm -hmm. to do. You know, like as an officer, your whole world is around that five paragraph order. You know, exactly. so that things can operate independently of you. But we don't do that in business. We just kind of jump to. in. That's your that's, the, that's your business plan, that five paragraph order. Yeah. Um, it's just called finances and marketing and go to market strategy and blah, blah, blah. Uh, like if you start looking at that, that uh, is the, it's a good little uh, I can't call it little. That's the kind of thing. It's a good uh, site vet to CEO. Um, online thing that the guys, they do a good job. It's free for veterans, military spouses or whatnot. Um, I, I did that in conjunction with Bunker Labs um, because I'm still active duty, right? So when they were talking about Tams and Sams and Sums, I was eat, I was listening to Green Eggs and Ham. I was like, what are they talking about? Yeah. Uh, uh, Ian had to actually break it down, total addressable market. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. All right. What is a total addressable market? <laughs> no, that's great. I, I definitely check out the vet to CEO. So I want to I want to take a pause real quick because you mentioned it like and I don't think a lot of people understand this. Like we literally go into our savings to launch these businesses. Oh, absolutely. You know? And for I'm just going to put it out there as black men 
especially who've achieved <laughs> success with college and all this kind of stuff, people cannot fathom the idea of us risking it all. You know, I liquidated my savings. I liquidated my CD, 401k. I had a 401b. I mean, all I got left is a Roth IRA. And I'm staring at that. I'm staring at him right now. I know he's there. <laughs> that's that reserve account. But like, that's how all in, you know, I've been. And our, our buddy Mike at over at Dope Coffee, same thing. So same if thing. you're out there thinking that somebody's going to come in and save you and give you all this, dude, I just hate, I'm just letting y'all know that even if people help you out, you have to be comfortable accepting risk and you got to bet on yourself. And that's what we've, that's why we're able to sit here and joke and laugh and talk because we bet on ourselves every single day. Absolutely. You want to know, uh, I like that you segued into that. Uh, when I went to college, I had some advice not to take out student loans. Um, I did it and I ended up joining the Marine Corps and a uh, good decision, but when I went back to college to finish up, I took out every single loan because I was like, I know what I'm capable of. I, I bet in me all day, every day. And that's what people have to understand, uh, especially our military affiliated um, people, whether you're a veteran, active duty, middle spouse, military child, you guys have gone through some crazy stuff. And like, you got to find organizations like Bunker Lab to help you out. Um, but at the end of the day, you got to understand that uh, you got to bet in yourself. You got to take that risk and you got to know who you are and what you are about. And once you know that, you know, you're going to go and succeed and you're going to make it happen. But worrying about getting money from other people um, is crazy because in the entrepreneurial scene, that's what they try to tell you. Go to angels. And, yeah. and I have one good mentor. His name is Brian Das down in Miami. Um, he's helping me with uh, getting stuff off the ground. And he's like, Anthony, I'm tired of entrepreneurs. Just go sell something. Yeah. And I was like, all right. He was like, go make a dollar. Go make some money. <laughs> like, and after he yelled at me and uh, I, was, I went out and we made the first $272 and we've been rolling ever since. Right. Uh, I, I sent him a screenshot today uh, of what we got projected coming in and what we already had come through the bank. And he started like he called me back immediately laughing. He was like, all right. Now somebody might want to help you. And I was like, if this keeps rolling, I might not want any help, right? I was like, the only help I want is from my team now. But he's like, no, no, no. If we need to make this thing go, don't be stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what it is. You know, and I, I kind of had a mentor who said the same thing to me. She's like, why are you pitching? Because I thought yeah. that's what I was supposed to do. Like, put my idea on a pitch deck, stop pitching, go out there and get clients. And yeah. like, that's what I do now. You know, I just, I got a client, I invoice them today, invoice some more clients tomorrow. You know, that's mm -hmm. what you do, man. You, you get out there, you start selling, you get, cause the thing is nobody is, I mean, you can prove them wrong, right? People, right. Can, you can pitch them. They might not like the idea, but at the end of the day, that doesn't mean it's an idea killer, right? You can go out there exactly. and start selling. And then it also gives you good feedback on what it is you're actually doing. Exactly. Exactly. People hate LeBron James, Michael Jackson and the late, um, Michael Jordan and the late Kobe. Um, you didn't see that stop them. Like they just kept showing up. But we got to keep showing up. Um, and, and that's all it is, man. Like you're right. Stop pitching. I, I know I just I agree with you, but I got some pitches coming up next week. So <laughs> check me out. Demo day for Mass Challenge. Our team, July 16 and 17 Mass Challenge. I'm, I'm, I'm plugging all day on this podcast. I love it. So when you, um, th that funding you took out, right, was that to build the initial product? Yes, that was to build the initial product. That was uh, to pay for some uh, marketing to see how I can do Facebook ads, Google ads. It was to uh, pay a couple uh, uh, temporary 
1099 contractors. And all of the people that I contract um, besides Brian are all military spouses because we all know that like as they move around with their, their service member, um, they can't work in their profession. So I was like, hey, I know you can do this. I know you can do that. I need. I know you can do this. I'll pay you like fair market value. And I just need you to help me. Understood. So as a tech founder, all right, mm-hmm. can you mind giving us, you don't have to give us a specific number, but rough estimate, how much did you have to put in to get your company going? Um, about between 60 and 70,000. Woo, that's still a lot. But you know, <laughs> yeah. listen, to get as far as he's done on that, you understand people haven't, people launched with like 250, you know, but we get, <laughs> we get scrappy. And another thing too, and I think this speaks to a lot of us, a lot of us don't have family we can rely on to give us cash and money. So again, <laughs> that goes into, yo, when we take that money out, that's our safety net. Look, I, I was, uh, I had a talk with an investor. He was like, why don't you go to your friends and family? I like, I got friends who, if I get $20 from them a week later to asking for it back, you think they're going to give me $10,000? <laughs> <laughs> I just know. talk about 20 Like, you hit that on the head. The friends and family don't exist. In, uh, so, like, 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 I would love if it did. One day it will, but right now it doesn't. And so when you built that product out, I mean, you said you started selling. What were you selling initially? Just opportunity to be on the platform in the future or what? All of the above, opportunity to be on the platform, opportunity to get military to stay at the place once they come on it. I was uh, telling military people, once you stay here, it's going to be the best experience you have. I was selling hope. I was selling dreams. I was selling ice to an ice Eskimo. Did you um, build out the initial business with just like a spreadsheet, just kind of calling places and connecting people? Google Sheets, like crazy. Um um, Trillo board, all of the free stuff. If it was F R E E, I said it's for M E. Um, I was all on it. Uh, Facebook, I was going in groups until they kicked me out. Um, I got kicked out of a lot of Facebook groups, man. I didn't care. And then I went to Instagram and started Instagramming people until they stopped, um, until they unfollowed me. And then I started a business account so that I can follow them from there. <laughs> I remember your old videos. It's, it's like starting a business is like, you ever been in, I don't know, you ever been in school and that guy that's always singing? You know, he's like, yeah. he goes to get food. He's singing. He does something else. He's singing. You're like, why are you always singing? Then all of a sudden you see him on TV. You're like, I know him. I know him. Man, remember when so-and-so used to sing? That's how it is as an entrepreneur. Because when we first start doing stuff, we're just talking to ourselves, shooting mm-hmm. little videos on IG, doing podcasts. And all of a sudden you start to get a little audience and people start to take you a lot more serious. And you know me, I've been doing boxing for a minute. Everybody knows me for boxing. So I can uh, I can relate, and I remember your old IG videos. Yeah, man. I was, was like, I was like, what ain't up to? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can't tell you how many people called me. I had my old uh, he retired master, but I still uh, he was like, "Hey, dude, what the hell are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> people think you're crazy. Uh, I remember when you called me too, because um, I used to me and Mike, my 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 boy from Dope Coffee, like we I just get an idea and I don't even ask him for permission. I'm just like, we're doing a podcast. I was like, hey, I'm putting dope coffee on it. All right, let's roll. That's how we do. We just, that's yeah. how we move. Aunt found out about it. He's like, you and Mike doing a podcast, man, y'all. Let me, <laughs> what's going let on Let me here? in, don't, hey, don't keep me out. <laughs> don't keep me out. And I'm like, what's Aunt talking about? Don't he, and Mike was like, he just don't know yet. Like, I literally just make stuff up in my apartment and then go out there and do it. Like, I'm not afraid to put myself out there with this stuff, but- a lot of people don't get to see that. They don't know. They can't fathom that you just like, you literally just do it. 
for everybody yeah. else just making it up. I, I th- like Mike, I think the thing that we see more than most people, because uh, we're in the entrepreneur scene, you start seeing the other uh, entrepreneurs who are, who are true posers. Oh, the worst. And like, yo, he, <laughs> that, that poser just did it? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I got this. I yeah. got this. Yeah. Clean up the nice old Brandon. We've seen your little video, too. If y'all haven't seen his PS, uh, his at ease uh, crowdfund video, go see. It's very patriotic. You might go sign up for the military right then and there. <laughs> I hope so. Let, let me know. I'll, I'll help them find a recruiter. So uh, I want to hear about, okay, so you got this venture, you launch, you're going to your savings. You got a family, though. And I think that speaks to a lot of our audience, too, because I know for a lot of transitioning veterans, um, people out, they, they have families, they have mortgages, they have all this different stuff. And you got... I mean, I almost fell on the floor when you told me you got six kids and you have a full time job and you launched this this venture. Can you talk to us about the challenges between running a startup, let alone a tech startup while maintaining a family? Um, it's it's uh, you got to have communication. You got to talk to the kids. Uh, my oldest, she is probably upset with me right now um, because she she's supposed to be learning how to drive and uh. Yeah, we missed a couple of sessions, mm. but we're going to get them in. We're going to get them in. Um, it just has to be a lot of communication. What I did do is I hired her, so I'm paying her $12 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's a start, so you can keep her, you can actually interact with her. Yeah, so we have daily meetings about where she's at with her job. She works five days a week. Um, it, it sucks for her because her boss is always on her. Um, uh, but then the rest of the kids, you know, talking to them, and letting them know when they go to school, they're going to school to create a business and be a leader. Um, not so much to get a job. Like if you get a job, it's because you wanted to, but you're not going to be beholden to that. That's the only path you can take. Um, so that was real key. It's just communicating, over, overly communicating the whole processes and procedures. And then I write my goals out in tasks and I let them see what the goals are. I let them see what I'm trying to accomplish. I had... The, I, I took over the house in one room. I got kicked out. That's why I'm in the bedroom. I got my <laughs> wife like, no more. Um, I had like these different um, uh, easels that stick to the, the wall, like the easel paper, the big long ones. Yep. I can't even like three feet by whatever, by the way. and I had like 10 of them spread out across the wall with goals and checkbox and things that we're accomplishing where we need to go in our metrics and KPIs and everything. Even though I got a computer and could have put it all on there, I had to have it out physically on the wall. So the kids would come by and they'd be like, where are we at with this? Like, what are we doing? And then my kids talking about, who's going to be the new CEO once you finish, daddy? Um, I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, which one of us are you going to let become the CEO? And I was like, well, whichever one of you are the best for it. Right. So now they're reading books like my daughter. She was reading The Richest Man in Babylon. And my son, he read uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And then my kids, they listen like man, they just be stealing my entrepreneurial books and, and start reading them in marketing books. So overly communicating with them, they became part of the process. They, they made an at ease jingle. Um, uh, they asked me how much money we make and asked where we had on our KPIs. They understand what a KPI is. So in, in those regards, having a family, uh, it's extremely difficult because, you know, um, you got to dedica- dedicate some of their time to the, to the cause. But at the same time, I do take a pause X, um, hit stop and then go do some cookies and, and ice cream. And we'll sit in front of the TV and watch a series or, or all all of the uh, Star Trek ep- uh, trilogy. Like We watched all of them. Um, but inside my head, I'm thinking like, man, I mean, on Star Wars, 
I said Star Trek. I meant Star Wars. How many more Star Wars are there? <laughs> I, man, I'm so I'm just trying to think of like how you're able to do it with the family. Because I mean, before right. before we hit record, I told him I'm like a. <laughs> I just kind of pop up and work, pass out, go back to work. You know, I, I've it's it's a hustle. And the fact that you have that job in between. So that's probably why you got to delegate so much. You got to get the processes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Uh, a lot of trust in um, people that are helping me on the team as well. Like those military spouses and veterans. And then uh, like uh, one of the guys who's uh, been in the industry space for about four years, but also our fraternity brother, Mateo Bradford. Uh, he they 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 was like, we know you're busy. Right. They're like, we got you. We got you. Just give us guidance and direction. One of my, um, Brianne, she's an Air Force spouse, um, getting ready to PCS down to uh, Eglin Air Force Base. You got to know your people, right? It's crazy. I'm over here talking all the information. But Brianne was like, I was looking at all of the stuff you got to do, and I saw your calendar, and I'm taking this, this, and this, and I better not see you on it. And I was like, uh, okay. Like, yeah. She didn't even ask me. She told me. Um, so you just need people on a team who are like, like, that's just going to go and, and, and push you and they're, they're going to carry out the mission and do what they have to. But a uh, real great opportunities, man. But the family, like you said, it's hard because you wake up, you go to sleep and all you do is entrepreneur, entrepreneur, entrepreneur. I can feel for you um, just being, especially when you're in uniform and stuff's popping off. Ding, ding, phone's ringing. <laughs> you're like itching, you know, because I have a trouble being present. I'll hang out with my girlfriend and I'm there, but sometimes I'm not there, you know? And I can only imagine in the military, you like... And the Marine Corps, when you're on, you're on. You know, mm-hmm. Marine Corps can get every minute out of every day from you. And so I don't know how you're just like not twitching, just like. A lot of discipline, right? I feel like uh, a lot of discipline, <laughs> a lot of discipline. My CEO, he told me, you can do this, but you have to make sure this is priority. The moment I feel like he feels that yeah. I'm not doing it, he's going to take it away. Like, like <laughs> nope. And uh, and he has that ability, right? To be like, come in this hour, come out that hour. So I said, Roger that, sir. So I just shut the phone down. Yeah, um, and I shit. go, I go Marine Corps. I yep. mean, like, I the coffee breaks. Um, I reduced them. Lunch. I'm like, I just miss. I like anything so I can hurry up and get back to what I need to do. I'm just like, I I, I cut the little side chat. I'm like, hey, what? what, what, what this about work? Is it about yeah. work? No, no. All right, get the hell out of here. Let's let's keep working because I got to go. And. <laughs> How much time do you have left in the Marine Corps? Ooh, uh, I will be submitting my transition to retirement papers in February. Ooh, uh, that yeah. is very bold. It was going to be in October, but they promoted me in uh, uh, April. So I got to do four extra months. So it's not that big of a deal. Um, looking at transitioning, retiring, uh, it'll put me out in a few months. About I think I'm under the 24 month. I'm uh, probably around 18 months right now. Um, it's my runway, like, and they say, entrepreneur, how much runway you got left? I got 18 months of runway. Yeah. 18 <laughs> months. So how are you? I got to ask this because a lot of people are probably listening. They want to know. You've got a family of six kids. You're retiring from the Marine Corps, right? How do mm-hmm. you plan to cover your living expenses and mortgage and all that kind of stuff? Because I'll tell you. I, this is how you know about if you're a real entrepreneur, most of us don't really make that much. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, most people make, you know, it's on the sale of the business or something, you know, but we are hustling every single day, you know, because when you use your baby, you put all your money into growing it and putting other people on staff. The founder is like the last one to take that salary. Absolutely. So uh, 
the the plan I have is that the eighteen month runway. Um, since I've been doing this for 20, uh, 20, uh, two years now, uh, but just getting it off the ground, that eighteen months to put me at about three and a half, four year time frame. So we should be doing better, right? Yeah. I'm um, not saying that's going to substitute the Marine Corps pay, uh, but we should be better to where the retirement pay and whatever salary I can pull from the company will allow me to eat peanut butter and jelly. Um, but I also have uh, alternate coercive actions if need be. I'm hoping that I don't have to do it, like get a real estate license and start selling some more real estate around here in Austin and, and Texas and whatnot. Uh, but if, if at ease pops off like I hope it does, um, yeah, I'll be good to go. Um, it has it has a lot of potential. And if, if everything goes as planned, which nothing does because of Murphy, goddamn Murphy. Um, <laughs> if I can if I can beat Murphy off long enough, things are going really, really well. Understood. Man, great. I'm, I'm super excited to see where this thing leads. And uh, you, I think you add a lot of value to our audience. As we close this interview out, you got any good book recommendations for anybody? Yeah, I do. Um, I got two. Um, Let the us first move. one is called The 22 Immutable Laws of Branding, uh, How to Build the Product or Service into a World-Class Brand. And it's uh, written by Al Rees and Laura Rees. R-I-E-S, I might have rise. Um, the 22 Immutable Laws of Branding. And then the second one is, I'm not going to mention one. Most people most people mention this one, right? The Lean Startup? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to mention the Venture Deals. That's Be a good one. Being a lawyer and venture capitalist. Venture Deals is good? Oh, oh yeah. So um, I talked to a lot of angels and VCs and PE firms, uh, one, because it's a tech company. Yeah. And then two, I went through uh, about two, uh, two accelerators. I'm in another one right now. Um, and they give you the mentors, right? The venture. And, I, and when I get on the phone or on a call with them, I say, hey, I don't want your money, but I do want you to um, act like you're giving me money. So scrutinize my business. And they rip into me hard. Um, but all of that ripping and tearing apart the company, like why they wouldn't fund it, it helped me go back and start putting things in place to where they would want to fund it. And I'm not doing it so that they can fund it. But what what I believe is having a company that's fundable means it has the likelihood of being a successful business. So one of them recommended that I read this book so I can understand the business terms and the legalese that people will talk about, which will help me become better at structuring my firm and structuring my business and whatnot in order to be successful. So again, venture deals, uh, be smarter than your lawyer and venture capitalist by Bradfield and Jason Mendelson. And then the 22 Immutable Laws of Branding, um, that's in, about our rise and lower rise. Uh, that talks about building a brand, which is more important than marketing and uh, advertising. But, you know, everybody has their opinion about that one. Just you got to make sure you have a brand because I like how often do you see Jordans advertise? Very rarely. But people know about that brand. 100%. So that's 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 what. That's, That's what great. struck me. I'll be sure to check. I'll be sure to check that out. And I got to ask you before I let you go. How did the venture, do you feel your business is venture capital intensive? Mm-hmm. Like, do you view your company as something that wants to raise venture capital? Or are you comfortable with the crowdfund and the the angel network? If the crowdfunding and the angel route make uh, help me get to where I believe it can get to, then that's where we'll go. Um, 
what uh so the cool thing about bunker labs is they have the uh the the ceo circle yep so uh being in austin dale's ceo michael dell is one of the, the guys who helps out with the uh ceo circle oh wow so Jonathan and Sabrina don't know this yet until I they listen to the podcast or I text them. But I'm gonna ask them like I need to I need to sit down with Dale Mike, Michael Dale because he went he did his thing went public and then went back private. So I'm curious to what made him do that because that going public has a lot of investors and then pulling away is like that means he didn't want people in his business telling him yeah what to running do. the board you got you have a lot of other stuff and you you kind of lose a little bit of control of your company. So. Same thing with venture. Um, and I, I, if I do go in that direction, it's going to be with people who are aligned with the vision, who know what we're about and who can help us get that vision and get wealthy in doing so. But it's not if it's just about giving me money to give me money so they can make more money. Um, it's going to be very hard for me to consider it because it's, it's a it's a relationship. Right. Yeah. Um, anytime people exchange money, you get into a long term relationship until you get that money back. And another reason I asked that is just being quite frank. Hey, I'm not afraid to shake it up. You know, a lot of black founders have trouble raising capital. And I talked to Mike Lloyd about it. And I was like, yo, I think Andy's got a good model. Why do you go crowdfund? He's like, who else can give him money? You know? <laughs> yeah. That's that, that's real, that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the real reason for going crowdfunding because uh, you don't know the angels. That's what, and that's what we talked about earlier. Like if uh, friends and family is like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you don't know what they have, what their long-term yeah, it's just different. We don't have that network, you know, and I think that's what we're seeing now with like the crowdfund market is that, you know, there's this other opportunity out there to get capital. And what's super dope about it is, I mean, I mean, the three of us between me, you and Mike, we are doing stuff our community has never seen, let alone yeah. the Marine Corps and just other black Marine officers. Cause our yeah, buddy's still in. Office, they yeah. call, they're like, yo, man, I see you, Mike and Gant, y'all out there. You know? <laughs> you must have talked to Phillips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say no names. <laughs> he hit me up the other day. He's he's gonna be the next one. Yeah, he's, he's uh, the next in, one. In two years, he's gonna be the next one. Mark my word. Mark yeah. my word. Yep, we got the blueprint going. We got the blueprint yeah. going. You're right, man. Um the another thing about the crowdfunding, Mike, that was uh unique about it is uh, for our family and friends who don't have that disposable income and can't be uh, classified as an accredited investor with a certain yep. network value, um, they, they have money um, that they can put into situations. They just can't get that accreditation. So I was like, well, if a crowdfunding platform will let anybody invest in, I want them to be able to invest. I got one, one uh, army captain buddy. And he was like, I'm about to drop. I was like, but he's not an accredited investor, right? right. And uh, um, but he's like, I'm about to drop something on you real nice. Just just give me a second. Um, and I was like, hey, I, I, I trust you. I believe you. And uh, that's why the raise, like you said, and, and man, that thing went fast. And, it like, went fast. Like, Were you surprised? Fast. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, how are we going to get this first $250? Yeah. <laughs> now, you, 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 my, my brother, Andy, he tugged at the heart strings, you know? I seen. I know. I know, even, I know how many takes it took to get that video right. Cause you tried to hit that video. I thought you were running for office. I was like, is this a crowdfund? Is he running for public office? What's going on? It was a four-hour video that should have been three, 30 minutes. <laughs> um, I just have to thank. So it's a, it's another startup here in uh, Austin, Texas called Blended Sense. Um, they just they like they like the story, and then I was like, I'm sorry for messing up so much. They're like, Nah, let's keep going. Let's yeah. get this right. 
Yeah. Like they, they the, the, and it, we did it during COVID. So the, the videographer, she had her mask on, she had a camera gloved up and the producer was on the iPhone FaceTiming us. And I was sitting off in that corner. We was about like, we didn't, we, they were like 12 feet uh, of social distancing. Um, so that's another testament to these entrepreneurs. COVID can't stop us. Right. That's right. Um, not having money won't stop us. Right. Not having access to different things won't stop us. If you got that grinding, then you're going to make it happen. Like right. I'm buying dope coffee at ease. You just got to keep going. You know what I'm about to do after I finish this interview? Teach a boxing class. I got two of them to do tonight. One at one at five and another one at uh, 11 p.m. But you got to do what you got to do. I need to learn how to box. That's one of my own life goal um, dreams. I always wanted yeah. to learn how to box. Like real boxing, not street boxing. Yep. All right. And any save rounds for our audience before we go? Yeah. The biggest save round that I have is if you're thinking about boom, becoming an entrepreneur, whether you're an active duty service member, reservist, National Guard, veteran, retiree, military spouse, or military affiliated period, check out Bunker Labs and all of the resources and uh, opportunities that it has there. Mike started out the uh, call. Uh, the podcast with saying www.bunkerlabs.org. But make sure you go and check that out because uh, if it wasn't for me going on and uh, seeing what Mike was doing with Bunker Labs uh, and then look, checking out our buddy Mike Lloyd, uh, him just talking about Bunker Labs before I went to Atlanta, I wouldn't have known about it and I don't think I'd be where I am today. So I do uh, give a lot of credit to uh, Bunker Labs and, and the people that are a part of it is other veterans, other military spouses that make the whole community great. Um, and everybody's there to help each other win. So if this is something that you're thinking about and inspiring to do, definitely check out Bunker Labs. Um, like Mike said, I'm still a city lead. So hit me up. Um, forgive me if it take two weeks to hit you back. Um, if it's urgent, don't hit me up. But if you got two weeks, I will circle back and, uh, and, and help you out. Where can they contact you at? Uh, Anthony.gant at bunkerlabs.org. Anthony.gant at bunkerlabs.org. What about PC? Is it at ease? Uh, yeah. So the email is uh, Anthony at PCS at ease. PC, Papa Charlie Sierra, Alpha Tango, Echo, Alpha Sierra, Echo, um, PCS at ease. Um, and the only reason it's not at ease is because, like I said, somebody wanted 30K for it. So I put that PCS and got it for $3. Yeah. I appreciate the plug for Bunker Labs because that's what's doing this podcast and that's what brought us all together. And y'all don't know, Anthony has replaced me. He's like, like I was kind of <laughs> like how Anthony was, but now he kind of moved me out the way and now he's that shining, you know, uh, chocolatey brother holding it down, <laughs> letting people know about all these amazing opportunities. But we come from the same tribe. We're all one giant tribe and it's nothing but love and fun. So, you know, appreciate Absolutely. that. Do us a favor out there. Go ahead and subscribe to The Transition on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever listening service you're using today. Be sure to also leave us a review. If you want to get plugged into the Bunker Labs ecosystem, visit www.bunkerlabs.org, select the city nearest to you, sign up for the local newsletter, and attend a Bunker Brews or our Bunker Connect event, uh, event, which is being run virtual right now due to COVID-19. It's that simple. You'll go to an event, either virtual or in person, and get connected with your city leaders. They're here to help. From there, be sure to get connected at bunkeronline.org, where you can learn about our many different programs to support your entrepreneurial journey. We have programs that will take you from idea to invoice, incubate you, and position you to grow alongside other founders and CEOs. So be sure to take advantage of bunkeronline.org. Thanks again, Ant, for joining us today and uh, have a great rest of your week. Thank you. Peace.